Guys, welcome to Nathan Cage Interview Podcast. On the couch today, we've got dating and relationship coach, Selena Bond. Sorry. Is that right? That's correct, yes. That is correct. <laughs> not, not. He was trying to say, he would say online dating and relationship coach, but that's fair because I do deal a lot with online dating profiles. So that's where he kind of gets that from. Thanks. Thanks you're for coming. And welcome. Thank you for having um, me. Hey, you're welcome. So I suppose, look, we want to learn a little bit about how you got into being you know, a dating relationship coach. It's quite a unique job to have, no? It is. I think there's a few different facets. I mean, one of it was, I actually think this is my gift. I'm just really, really good at it. Um, but I think that also comes from uh, my background. So I do have a background in acting and I've had it ever since I was young. I started out in acting and with acting and understanding characters and character objectives and what emotions that you need to emphasize and articulate with your eyes and your body language and how you sit belongs to the character and so many famous actors out there have these coaches that teach them how to get into character and I was just really a natural at it and I got an acting agent um, from being scouted in a local show. I had a private um, acting teacher. I went to school for the arts for theater so I just knew that was my natural gift so that's why I'm saying that this job kind of came out of that natural gift in a sense and then of course I went to university for communications and specifically how technology affects relationships within um, business, dating, everything, relationships. Um, and I didn't really ever think that I would create a business out of it, to be honest. But um, I've been modeling on and off and acting since I was like 13 professionally. And um, I just wanted something different. So. Mm -hmm. I've been traveling all over the world and then when I just had a huge life change and I kind of like lost everything in a sense, I had to start from scratch, I thought I'm going to start my own business because I can and I have an honors degree in it and I'll just build a website and I was already taking clients through referrals through friends and family and the advice was working and I was like, why can't I start charging for this and actually create a business out of it because I know what I'm talking about and I'm providing value in a niche industry that not a lot of people are talking about. There's coaches out there trying to teach you pickup lines or um, you know, mindset and mindfulness and things, and that's great, but I feel like communication, if you don't know how to communicate who you are as a person, whether that's in dating, whether that's in businesses, you essentially have nothing. Like You yourself are the proprietary aspect and brand on this planet, and the whole point of being on planet Earth is to connect with other human beings. And if you don't know how to connect with other human beings in any facet of your life, and you don't know how to connect with yourself, mm. you essentially have nothing. And you need to understand who you are and have that self-awareness and be able to share that and translate that and connect on that with another person. Give us an idea, an experience that you've been through then mm -hmm. of dating and where you found that this would be really useful. Because, I mean, are you saying that people should just be really honest about who they are on dates? Because sometimes, uh -huh. you know, people go on dates and they're not really, they're, they're sort of, they're always their best self. Right, right. True? Yes. Um, and that's okay because first impressions, you have like six seconds to make a first impression. So that's why I always first dress to impress because the first thing you're going to see is visual. Um, but then after that, you can show your best self. But the thing is, so many people try to do dating and businesses as sales pitch they're like you know I can do this this I have this car I have this job and it's just like where do you live where do you work like the same standard questions over and over again trying to sell yourself if you understand business the business if the business is good it should sell itself yeah 
if the person is a quality person, like it should essentially sell itself just by who you are mm -hmm. and how you kind of communicate that. And people don't know how to communicate that without bragging, without a whole bunch of other, you know, things. So to answer your question, I guess that was a little bit of a roundabout way, but, um, It's showing your authentic self and having that self-awareness. So mm -hmm. it's not trying to, I'm not trying to sell you the idea of yes. me. I'm trying to share myself with you and also what value am I going to provide for you? Mm -hmm. So what value am I not only providing you for your, like your podcast here, but if I'm on a date with you, what kind of value, like what kind of person am I in a relationship? Yeah. But that's, you, and, but you're, what you're saying but is you need to be your that. true self. It's true self, but like, well, what are you bringing to the table? What yeah. are you giving? So many people want to take, 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 but that's not the point of a relationship. And for the benefit of the listeners, are you talking about sort of financially? Are you talking about emotionally? Are you talking about... All facets. Okay. Everything. Yes. So what, and you just put it on the table? I mean, no. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's this fine balance because a lot of people, especially in um, texting, they don't know how to build rapport. Rapport is very, very important. And it's being banter and playful and flirtatious, like all that kind of stuff at the beginning stages. And then you can kind of open up. Like we don't want all your emotional baggage, so to speak, on the table for a first date. So a bit of foreplay. Yes, exactly. Okay. So <laughs> part of the my pub. tagline. <laughs> woman, if you know how to seduce a woman, mm -hmm. it's through conversation. Okay. And a lot of men try to skip over that or kind of get, it gets a little bit boring okay. or dry and they just straight go straight. And that's just like intimacy. A lot of men just try to get straight to the point where they think they kind of fumble around, know what they're doing with foreplay. A lot of men don't. And the biggest foreplay for women is massaging the heart and the mind. That's nice way of putting it. It is, yeah. And it, is, is this always true though? Because, you know, so one of the questions that came in, which, you know, mm -hmm. I, I should have asked later on, but I'm going to ask it now. Like, sure. Um, do you not, like, I always remember treating the mean will keep them keen. Right. How does that come into so it? So there's a balance to this. So what I teach, go through with my clients is something called polarity. So just like there's a masculine and a feminine energy, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, you know, there's light, there's dark, there's good, there's evil. You have to have that other opposite. The whole entire world is made up of these polarizing aspects in life. And in order to create tension and to create chemistry and attraction, you need to be polarizing. And being polarizing comes through being um, playful and teasing. I know in the pickup community, they would call it negging, which I don't really like. You don't want to put down the other person, but you want to kind of poke them a little bit and create a reaction. Mm, okay. That's quite good to get a reaction. Yes. Okay. Yes. I get that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so why are you trying to sort of, you know, look, men and women, connect and, and what about guys so you know you talk about the men and the women side of things what about men on men so yes. you talk about you know you know is so we should talk about a... energy then because oh, right. a lot of people are confused about this so i talk a lot about in my work masculine and feminine energy and people just think that's men and women women should you know dress this way men should be this way it has nothing to do with that everybody has both energies within them and it's just trying to find that balance of what energy you want to be your kind of dominant energy. So for me as a woman, I feel most comfortable being in my feminine energy, especially when I'm with a man. Mm -hmm. When I am in my work mode, I'm in my masculine energy. So masculine energy is very doing energy. It's action oriented. It's decisive. It's definitive. It's leading, taking action. So that is all the kind of mode that I would be doing in my work. For men to use that masculine energy, that would be you leading the woman in planning the date, 
um, you, you know, asking for her number, you being definitive and decisive on the exact place, time, confirming that with her, like that's all masculine energy. So to answer your question, if you were to have man on man or woman on woman, um, it's the exact same thing. You're going to have the same energy balance between you and not to say this in like a vulgar way, but you know, there's always going to be like a top and a bottom. That's mm -hmm. what that's referring to. There's going to be someone that's a little bit more comfortable being in the masculine and more comfortable being in the feminine. Yeah. Otherwise you would not have, um, a, a relationship that's like that, that would work. And yes, I know cool. a lot of my gay female friends, they still have someone who's leading that, um, relationship and that's in their masculine energy. And then sometimes they will say to me, you know, we can also switch and be in the flow of it. And sometimes, you know, my partner will be in the more masculine. That's okay. okay. As long as there's that balance and there's that magnetic pull because you can't have two feminine, two masculine. And a lot of the time when couples come to me and they have fights and arguments in their marriage or their relationship, it's because there's an imbalance there. Yeah. And that can happen in any stage of your relationship. A lot of the time when someone becomes a mother, they're more in their masculine because they're in their like nurture mode, mm -hmm. taking care of the household. And, but then the man doesn't feel needed anymore. And now he's not, he's feeling emasculated. And so it completely imbalances the entire relationship. And this is the, this is going to get kind of like crazy big, but this is what's going on in society right now. There is a huge feminine uprising and we're seeing this with um, a lot of feminist you know, news going on and you know, women taking charge of the career. They don't really need a man. They can have a child without a man. Mm -hmm. This is emasculating men. Not to say that women can't be independent and have a career and yeah. pay for the rent and all those kinds of things. But it has this huge shift where we're seeing more people come out as bisexual or gay because they're a little bit confused on the state of society and culture. Yeah. It's a bit controversial to say, but if we look at history and how things have kind of changed and progressed and people are coming out as more transgender, transgendered or they don't want to even associate with any sort of gender, this is a confusion of energies. 100%. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And okay, so then do you still think that men should be the, you know, the masculine of use their masculine energy most of the time and women should still use their feminine energy? Because, you know, I know from my wife, for example, she, yeah. you know, I, what do you want for dinner? And you know, she wants me to lead all the time and take no, charge. She wants to tell you her what's for dinner. Yeah, no, she wants me to tell her. Well, what she would want actually is she should say, you know, I'm feeling like Mexican and she wants you to make the decision and go get to Mexican. Mexican. But that's not always the case. So how many times do you see these memes on Facebook and Instagram where, you know, you say to your partner, what would you like for dinner? And they go, oh, I don't mind. Well, should we have a pizza? No, I don't want a pizza. Or do you want a Chinese? No, I don't want pizza. So that's when you're asking the wrong question. It's what do you feel like for dinner? There you go. So guys, you need to be asking what do you feel Women like Women go by feeling, just like, or go by cravings or, you know, like how was your day today? If she's having kind of like a crazy stressful day, maybe you want something that's more comforting. Mm -hmm. So you, we go by our feelings a lot. Okay, so that's a good bit of advice. So ask them how, what they feel like they want mm -hmm. for dinner, not what they want for dinner. And she'll definitely, and if she says, oh, I don't know, I mean, like, that's kind of annoying. I always try to say how I, what I want. That's quite a good shout because sometimes you would say, what do you want? Well, actually, I want a pizza, but I don't feel like that because I maybe feel slightly mm -hmm. fat or bloated or whatever. So mm -hmm. I actually just want a salad tonight. Exactly. Okay, well, that you make you feel good. I like that. So it's all about mm. feelings, not about just always about Especially what you want. with women and no offense to men, a lot of them don't understand how to get to that point. That's why saying massaging the heart and the mind is foreplay. If you understand a woman's feelings, you can communicate that to her. She's like putty in your hand. But is that because they're just not aware or don't know the right questions to ask? Okay, so when we're also go speaking about masculine and feminine energy, masculine energy is structure. It's saying, it's like building a house and the woman is the creative flowing energy inside that. 
you are the provider and the satisfier. You give her that path, that, that structure, that home to be in, and she goes in and decorates it. So she wants you to give that question or that structure to her, and then she can be creative within that. So that goes with food choices, that goes with decorating the home, that goes with any sort of option. Mm. You're just kind of guiding her. That's your leading masculine energy. And women feel safe within that. We feel contained. As the structure of the home, you are the container, and the woman is the free-flowing water inside. But, okay, nice. How, but how do we know that they, they want us to be masculine? How do, they, how do we know to use our masculine energy at the right times? So here's my feeling. In every relationship with man and woman, a woman wants a man to be masculine. Is that it? Is that that's you, it. Is that how, yeah? Is that yeah. how you feel? That's how I feel about it, yeah. And that's what I see with all of my clients. They just don't know, they don't understand how that feels because they're imbalanced in their energy because they're confused all the mixed messages and that's why a lot of people are anxious, depressed, you talk a lot about mental health, mm. but people don't, this is a bit like meta for people, it's a little bit deeper. Yeah. It's so much like when people are very depressed or they're lost or they're anxious, it has to do with their energy and we are seeing to kind of tie Love Island into this, I watch it for. Um, Definitely understanding and seeing people's energy and there's a lot of hyper masculine men on that show and also um, hyper uh, feminine women as well and this when men are hyper masculine sometimes they don't understand how to communicate their feelings and their connections with the woman are very empty and they're very sexual and it makes for great television but afterwards they're lost. Yeah, okay. And they don't and people feel lost and depressed and anxious when they don't feel like they're actually connecting either with the self or with other people. Mm. And then they'll go on these TV shows and keep sleeping with people and dating shows and they, they end it. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's okay. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it. What about serial daters? Okay, so let's talk yeah. about serial daters. So what about those guys that, you know, I'm sure well, they want to... What classifies a serial dater? Someone that maybe thinks they don't want a relationship or feel they don't want a relationship but, they do, that, but does want plenty, like, does want feminine company. Right, is so that feminine company or do you just mean sex? Sex. So that's not really dating in a sense. But there's two di there, there are two different things though. There are definitely yeah. people that do want w women like female company mm -hmm. and there are definitely people that just want sex, definitely. Right. Or maybe yeah, someone sure. wants a balance of the both. But you know, what do serial daters do? You know, do you think ser people serial date because they're scared of maybe getting hurt and feeling vulnerable? Yes, a lot of people are, they do that because they're closed off emotionally. Um, also, just because you know some, uh, somebody wants to go out and keep getting like more sex and intimacy, doesn't mean they don't want a connection. They just want a connection with the right person, and they haven't found it either, or they don't have a connection with themselves. That's right. Ooh. And usually, when they don't have a connection with the self first, they seek that externally yeah, rather okay. than healing that internally. Okay. Give me an idea of an example of what you could do for someone looking to come to you. So if you go to selinabond.com, you'll find yeah. her details. So give me an idea of what you can, what sort of service you'd provide to a, someone. The thing is, it's so vast. I yeah. mean, it started out me revamping people's online dating profiles because people just don't know how to write a bio. They don't know how to answer the questions on Hinge. They don't know what photos make them look most masculine, most attractive. They don't know how to order it so that, that you know, women are seeing the most masculine and captivating photo first. Um, so that's kind of how it all started. But then it evolved to literally everything. Like I li I'm helping even women now. I am a, a dating coach for men specifically, mm -hmm. um, but that was kind of my niche. But I'm now helping everyone in couples, relationships, singles. So it literally could be anything to do with communicating, dating. I do it all now. Wow, okay, <laughs> fine. So if anyone, 
the whole lot. Yeah. So when you say you restructure their sort of their profile and yeah. their photos, mm-hmm. are you changing the way that they look on their photos? Are you telling them to wear certain clothes? Are they? Yeah, I can give them tips on that. Is um, that not them not being themselves? Somebody asked me this on my Instagram um, because they think that I'm trying to change people. And I don't change anyone, only you can change yourself. Sure. Um, what I'm trying to do is kind of put your best self forward, your most authentic self. And yeah. that's why I want to work one-on-one with clients. I'm not selling like these mass programs that you don't know where you fit in. Like I work with you one-on-one to understand your relationship history background, to understand who you are as a person, even how you were brought up because all of those things make you who you are today. And sure. I want to show that authentic self. Okay, I, I get that. But let's say, for instance, I come to you, I'm a middle-aged man, and I wear cords. Have you seen what cords yes, are? They're horrible yeah. trousers. Would you then tell that guy to start wearing maybe like a pair of jeans and a nice shirt for his profile photos? So I always if suggest it. If people ask me, I will suggest it. Like I've had clients that literally said, you know, I need a makeover. I know that they, I've had men come to me in their 40s, 50s, they're divorced. They're like, I actually want to be with a younger woman. Yeah. How can I look current and look attractive? then I will do it. I will never give unsolicited advice. If you don't want fashion advice, I won't give it. Okay. When I say, you know, what photo is going to be most attractive for me, it's just energy. If I look at the eye contact, I look at the body position, that for me is how I go by it. Because you did say, you did, yeah, you did say that, you know, look, men should be able to sort of stimulate their mind and their heart. Yes. It's not always about just how they look then. Because no. if you can massage their, their mind and their heart, then it's a win. You and know. women are more apt to that. Um, Men, on the other hand, are more visuals right off the bat, where women are more attracted to behavioral qualities. So that's why I say being a gentleman and how you build rapport is a lot more important than how Mm -hmm. you look. But still, that you have six seconds, even less on online dating to make an impression. That's where it counts. Maybe in person to be a bit different because you can show your personality more. But with online dating, it's cutthroat. It's either a yes or a no, and people swipe so fast that you need that. Would you recommend someone? Okay, I've I've seen some really... I've never, so I got married and I got with my wife before yeah. there was Tinder and Bumble, Great. right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm you know, quite fortunate. And what, what sort of photo would you put? Because I've seen some people's photos, like guys' photos, they've put like in a stupid costume, <laughs> like to try and get, atten- try and get is, attention. Yeah, this is when I say know your audience. So guys will show like their little full moon shot on vacation with the boys, or they'll like share a drunk story when they were in Amsterdam. Know your audience. This is not you out at the bar with the lads. That's not going to get the woman. Mm-hmm. They just don't understand women. So what do you need? Like a or sophisticated photo? Is it like um, a? Do you need to like? Is it sophistication? Is it? I suppose it depends on the. You trying? It depends on the person you're trying to attract because. It's like you're, when you're on a when you're on a date though. You're sharing stories with women. That's what you should be doing. You want the woman to envision being in your life with you. Mm-hmm. What kind of photos would you put to create a story? travel photos or you kind of like out with friends like you doing things in acting we have something called show don't tell don't tell me all of these things and places you've been show Mm. and that will give the woman like woman we're so right visual and we um are feeling creatures and if we can envision our life with you and being there in peru with you or hiking gear with you like that's what gets the feels going. So is that, is that maybe then, is that just sort of describing like an adventure that maybe you can have with Absolutely. them? Absolutely. Okay, so yeah. f- okay, so 
Even if you're on a road trip, this is what I like to use with my clients. What kind of music are you playing? What kind of snacks are you bringing? What's the chat like? Where are we going? Are we having a picnic? Okay. So maybe like telling a story, maybe we can go to this place and listen to this sort of type of music. And yeah. then she's visualizing it and thinking, oh, I'd love to do that with you. Okay. Exactly. What about body language on a date? So for instance, I remember... So important. Yeah. Okay. So I remember from a, a sales training program, when we go to a meeting, it's all about, a lot of it's about body language, like right. getting on with the client. Does that relate to dating as well? Yes, Absolutely. Um, a little bit of a story time. <laughs> well, I was on a date last week and, um, the lady beside me, she had brought her dog on the date and bless her. Uh, she's now one of my clients, but, um, she put the dog in the middle between her and the guy and the guy was trying to kind of make advancements and I could see in the corner where I was trying to like have some physical touch. Um, but she wasn't really having it. And you know, that's kind of her own things that we're, we're working through. Um, but that's really important not to put any barriers between you, like how you're sitting, like it's nice to sit next to each other when you're in a restaurant because that gives you more apt to have like that physical touch and that closeness and you can, um, you know, look into each other's eyes, but then also observe and kind of create stories with what's going on. And it's, it's so important. What about doing stuff like, so I, I remember I was told this on a date. So this is something that I used to use. So anyone that, that don't know me or know me, uh, or even if they dated me in the past, you'll know. <laughs> I used to say, to, how do you picture your perfect date? Okay. And, and what I've done with my hands, I've done that, is I've put a picture frame around my face. Right. So apparently, that's then said to them, so I've, I've gone, how do you picture your perfect date? Right. On to my date, and then they've looked at me through this picture frame. Would right. something like, is that something that you would do? Usually you can tell, so this is a little bit of a marker to, to um, tell if someone is interested in you or not. If you say, like, you know, what's your ideal kind of person, they will put some of your characteristics into it. So I'll say, yeah, you know, I like someone else with a ginger beard. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Somebody with dark hair and, you know, a little smile, cheeky smile. Like, I'll we'll say those things sure. so that it shows that I am attracted to yeah. you. Um, or otherwise, you can be playful and just say all the opposite things. Like, I could say that I, you know, like Ryan Gosling or something. Which is quite funny, no? Yeah, and, and for I like doing that, personally. Yeah, because most women then see it as a challenge. Yes. And they'll be like, oh, I want to change their mind. Exactly. So that's polarizing. That's, okay. And that's building tension and chemistry because then they're like, oh, you know, yeah, I want to change your mind. Okay. So can I ask you a few questions yes. that some of the guys have asked? Sure. Um, are they all guys? Meaning that yeah, they are. Yeah, they are all guys. So let's go with it. Are you single? I am. And if so, why? I choose to be. Okay. So are you dating? I am dating, yeah. For fun? For fun. Well, you know what? You, I date just to put myself out there, as I feel like everyone kind of should if you're single, because I yeah. can still work on myself and date at the same time, and it's a fun social thing for me. So then would somebody say, well, you're not ready for a relationship? Absolutely not. That's not... When when you're dating, you you're, you have the... Okay, so when you're dating, you go into it with no expectations. I'm not expecting to have a relationship out of it, but if I find it, it's lovely. Just like I don't need a relationship at all right now, but I would love to be in one if that came across. Like, so that for me is an abundant mindset. Yeah, okay. There is millions of people out there, and if I come across that, then that's lovely, and I share my life with that person. Amazing. For that period of time with that person. Okay, nice. Uh, I thought this was a really good one. How do you increase your masculine energy? Great question. Uh, so this is something that I help a lot of my clients with. So I don't want to give away my whole bread and butter methodology. Um, but it is very important that if you want to increase the masculine energy, you have to increase that feeling within by doing things. 
Okay. So by being um, a bit competitive, by being uh, finding a purpose and doing your purpose. Taking charge. Taking charge and leading. So if you want to start activating that masculine energy, you have to practice it with dating. And people say, oh, I don't want to have time for dating. I'm working my business, working myself. There's no harm in just practicing it. No. Like even if I wasn't looking for something right now, I just go out and I practice my feminine energy. And each date is different, how I'm going to sit, how I interact with someone, and I just experiment. And that's the best way to first start out on building that masculine energy. Good shout, okay, I like that. Um, what about, what's a good sign, or yeah, what would you say was a good signal from a woman or a guy to keep on sort of talking to them? So say Physical touch is so important. As human beings, we don't touch other humans enough, like in our daily life. When mm. you go to work, how many people do you touch? I touch quite a few, like on the shoulder or... Okay, I'm, I'm not quite... a lot of people do. There's no? not a, very, a lot of very touched people. I don't know if that's your love language, if you know that. but um, Or you get like a hug from someone. So it's very important to show your kind of affection. Just, it just has to be like a slight on the arm when you're laughing at something, like very slight. And that also gets the electricity going. So that is, I would say, the first sign. Okay. So and the best from... indicator, I would say. Yeah, but make because sure you it's... you know a... what everyone on Love Island is like, and I've got this on dates as well, where they're like... So, how do you think this is going? You know, do you think we have a second date? I'm like, why would you ask that? that? Yeah, of course. They're trying to get validation on the date because they don't think it's going well. You should just assume this person's in love with you. This person thinks you're the hottest thing ever. Otherwise, why would they be there? Good shout. Okay, I, I like that. And also, just the touch thing, make, make sure it's an appropriate touch. Yes, yeah, of, course. of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> I hope that was just what you were saying. Shoulder, hand, something, I don't know. Yeah. Anything under the table, you're fired. You <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, why do good guys finish last? Why do good guys say that? Uh, I think, I get that. I, I understand why this guy's asked the that's question. A, that's a feeling of lack. Yeah, I, oh, I don't know. Is what it, do you think that you don't have over all the other guys? Oh, I, okay, let me, let me go back to this, because let's take this from experience, yeah? Okay. So from my experience, for instance, I remember being younger and going on a date and just being nice, 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 and being just a genuine guy. Like, you can be leading, you can be dominant, you can be mm -hmm. the gentleman, pay for the meal, etc., etc. But the women were like, it's a bit too easy. Right. And then they never call you back. Right. And really what they wanted was someone to be a bit mean and a bit like, I'm not going to call you, I'm not going to text you, I'm not right. going to show my true feelings by maybe chasing you right. and not texting them and leaving them for, do you believe in the three date rule? No, oh, I don't like that rule. Okay. But so I do, I, I totally get why he's asked that because I knew, I know that good guy, not, not, don't finish okay, last, so but come on. I have a whole video on this. So I'm, I'm a good girl. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got great grades. I'm a great person to sell myself, you know, highly. But I have edge and I have standards and I have boundaries and if you don't meet them, we're not going out. So the same thing with men. Nice guys get walked all over because they don't have boundaries. Mm. They're very needy. They text all the time. They give a woman too much too soon, whether that's emotionally, financially, any which way, and a woman walks all over them and they become essentially an emotional tampon. That's what it is, isn't it? Okay. So how do we give them the edge? So that's masculine energy because if you are the emotional tampon, you're in your feminine energy. So start leading, start, start taking leading. to control, start making exactly. decisions. Have some standards. This is where we're going on a date. Yeah. Do you believe, this is my question, do you believe that men, so in this world, this generation of where women are independent, successful, et cetera, et cetera, do you still think that men should pay for the meal? Absolutely. 100%, I agree 100%. with that. Yeah, I agree with that. So yes, you should. Doesn't matter. So even regardless, if they keep saying, I'll pay 50-50, I'll go half, you say no, you must be adamant 
Yeah, it's true though. Like, how many times Honestly, you gone to- it should be the first few dates, not even just the first date. 100%. Because I want to say that um, a man paying for a woman on a date, whether it's first date or a few dates after, is like the best foreplay mm -hmm. ever. It's, it's a courting phase. It's, your, it's a part of the courting phase and it's getting a woman f feeling like she's in her feminine because you are providing for her. And you're satisfying her and that's the two biggest like masculine energy uh, but what happens if she's so adamant that she wants to pay for it and it's gonna make it you know like i don't know i've met women before and they're yes, like i have female clients that are the same way and i'm like let them pay for you that's it just let them pay 100 percent. just let them pay and then like it's okay sometimes uh, women feel bad like i know a lot of guys guys that are in actually their feminine energy they'll come to me they're like i actually want a woman to pay it's like <laughs> Okay. Well, if you want a woman to pay, then don't go on dates that have to do with money. Okay. Go on a walk or a hike or go do something else. Picnic. Bring your own fruit. Have a picnic if you That's don't want to pay show. for a woman. Um, but yeah, no, the man should definitely pay. And the woman can offer. And then afterwards, show words of appreciation. I mm -hmm. think men get a little bit muffed by it because women don't really show, like, they really appreciate it. Like, yeah, okay. Well, then, is that the right person to be with? No. No? There you go. Okay. So men don't get salty on it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, what advice could you give someone? Okay, say for instance, uh, if somebody's like sexually aroused by somebody, mm -hmm. uh, which happens, you know, it's normal, men, you know, yeah. man sexually aroused by a woman, and he really wants to sleep with this woman, but he also wants to carry on dating her. Right. How many dates should he give and how much time should he give before he Classic. should... sick. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a broad spectrum. It does, it's not wrong to sleep with someone on a first date. Mm -hmm. um, and lots of relationships have come out of that. But when we were talking before kind of about standards and boundaries and the courting phase, I think it's good to wait. You don't have to wait until date three or whatever number you want to put in your mind, but it's good to kind of build a mo an emotional connection. Okay. I think that's the most important thing before physical. So after a date and she says, would you like to come back to mine? And you go for a coffee, you say, yeah, I'm going to come back for a coffee, but I'm not going to have sex with you. It's dangerous. I would never go to someone's house in the early stages of dating if I didn't want to sleep with them in mm. that sense. Or I would be tempted. Yeah. When you're in their home and like their space, it's mm. so much more tempting. Yeah. So if you want to remove yourself from that and save yourself in a sense, just don't go to their place. Just drop them home, take them home, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. So we agree that men should still... So guys, you should still pay for... The meals? Yes. For the first couple of dates at least. At least, at least yes. yeah. So yeah. three or four dates. Yeah. Should the man choose as well every single place they go to? So this goes back to communication. As a feminine woman, I always say what I like, uh, you know, what my favorite drink is, my favorite meal, or something that like I'm, I love like a nice view or an evening date or something. And then the man can provide for that and he can pick the place from the ideas that I gave you. Kind of like what you're talking about before, like with your woman, your wife and what mm -hmm. she wants for dinner. Yeah. It's the same thing. But women need to communicate this. So it's not just, you know, the men's issue, it's the woman's issue as well. Talk to me about dating apps. What do you think of them? I've been on all of them. <laughs> what's the most recent what's the most recent um, one? The most recent one and my favorite was Hinge. Mm -hmm. I did, however, meet my ex on Tinder and it was a really loving, amazing relationship. Um so I think Hinge is the best one though because it has uh, sets of questions that you have to answer. So it's three questions and six photos. And those three questions are really great to prompt um, rapport and communication because I feel like a lot of guys 
don't know how to do that on dating apps. And still, every single day, someone will just say hi or how are you? And I'm like, really? I gave you so much in my bio and my profile and my photos and that's all you have to say? And I call them out on it. And then they're like, oh, sorry, I was just like lazy at work. And I was like, I don't want a lazy guy. Wow, okay. So what you're saying is you need to read the information that's been given. Yeah, so if and you're... put in the effort because guys also say, oh, well, I get so many matches. Oh, poor you. So do I. <laughs> yeah. I have a million conversations. Someone spark my excitement, like intrigue me. So what would you, give me an idea of what you should say on the first, instead of, hi, how are you doing? What would you say? Always come from a place of observation, curiosity. Okay. What do I have in my profile? Where are my photos? I'm the pro here. I have the best photos and the best yeah. like questions. Like I make it easy. Mm -hmm. So Let's go from that. So what you're saying is women should make it easy then as well. Or the opposite. Well, you should yeah. make it easy for people to be able but to. But even if women don't make it easy, you can still kind of like you know poke a little fun maybe at something she's wearing or somewhere she's traveled to or um, the great thing with hinges with those questions like women will always put something like. Uh, of okay, so say for instance, on. say if, you, if you've seen a woman's photo and you can clearly see that she's in Santorini by all the yeah, blue ceilings, you'd be like, that. yeah, okay, so that's or what you're saying. Or make an assumption about it too, and okay. but you can make poke fun of that, like, oh, it looks like you don't travel at all and you stay at home in a hole. Like, I don't, you know, go crazy, get a reaction out of her. What's the best way then? It's, okay, so a lot, of, a lot of guys lacking confidence, mm -hmm. especially on a first date, mm -hmm. and maybe they don't know what to ask. What sort of questions do you ask on a first date? So you might have known that she's gone to Santorini, but do you have a set of questions or, you know, some people just... Just like for the dating profile, come from a place of curiosity. How did I cut, how did I get here to London? Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do I feel about even being tall? What are my passions? Um, just be curious about the other person. So it's not about me. It's not about me selling myself to you. It's about me understanding who you are by being curious about who you are as okay. a person. And do you think that the, the guy should be asking all the questions of fire? Because remember, you see loads of films and they say, keep, you know, let the lady talk. You know, true. Like, <laughs> Women love to talk. Really, guys, you can, women should be talking 80% of the time, which technically I kind of am here. 80-20. Well, it, it, it's your show. So yeah, it's... But, but that, even on a date, women can talk all day long. Like that's how we connect with other women. But not talk. all women, though. I know, I know plenty of women. I've been on dates before then it's where the wrong chemistry. Really? Yeah, hundred percent. So, so she's just not got the right vibe. And guys have come to me saying, oh, "I put in all this effort, and I'm asking all these questions, and I get nothing back from her." I'm like, "You're you didn't spark no. it. It's your fault." Wow. So if a woman is quiet on a date and she's not talking too much. You need to spark it's wrong. her you interest. Need to spark attraction, and you do that through your masculine energy. And if you're not doing that, women are going to feel uncomfortable. It's not the right connection. Wow! But how can some? How can a guy do that? So someone, someone watching this now is going. But how do I do that? How is that done? <laughs> Giving away all my secrets. No, I need to. But they're going to want to know. They're going to watch this and go. Okay. So if you don't know, so Selena's not going to tell you right now. So if you do want to know, you should jump onto our website, give, send her a message, and maybe arrange a consultation. So this is my favorite thing when I get these clients, and they're like, "Why is this conversation not going anywhere?" and I can look in a text conversation and I can see how he's not building attraction, not building chemistry, and there's no polarity, there's no masculine energy. I can see it right away and how somebody texts is normally how someone's going to communicate in real life. All right, so do you, okay, so this masculine energy and this thing about sort of chasing and being desperate and whatnot, I know that sometimes if you meet, if you go on a date and you really like somebody and you, mm. you feel that you've got that tension, that spark and that great, you want to keep talking to them and you do want to keep texting them because you really like that person. Right. You, you talk about sometimes these boundaries. Talk too much. 
Ah, uh, see, how do you... And it's nervous energy. It's not confidence. So how do you know that? Yeah, of course it's nervous because you really like that person. You don't want to like, lose... You know how many guys say to me, I just don't want awkward silence. I'm like, what? Silence is the best Peace, yeah. way to build connection and chemistry. If you take anything away, understand this. Because so many guys try to over chat and they miss like a moment, like when there could be silence, when there could be a touch. Mm. And it's like, that's where the electricity flies. God, but they need to learn those techniques, like surely. And that comes from being confident in the self. It's not so much I'm trying to teach you all these techniques and tools. It's giving you the self-awareness of understanding your own masculine energy mm -hmm. and how to harness that and then use that. It's like, for me, I like emanate feminine energy when I'm on a date. Like that's, they just feel it. And guys are like, oh, I've never felt this way before. I'm like, because you're, you're a I'm master of dating. Feeling. No, yeah. but I'm in touch with those feelings. And a woman will feel the same way with a guy when mm -hmm. he's just confident in his masculine energy and he just makes her feel safe. Okay. You make a woman feel safe, she's yours. Make because them feel safe. Because that's how to get a woman essentially into bed as well. If a woman doesn't trust you that she's going to feel safe and that she's going to get pleasure out of the interaction, yeah. she's not going to sleep with you. Wow. Okay. So you... Because for a woman, it's a completely different world. We need to feel safe. Okay. But... What happens if the woman wants to take charge? Surely, like, that happens, no? I mean, you can do whatever you want in the bedroom in your own time. Like, if you <laughs> want to, like, role play, go crazy, that's fine. But when you're in the relationship, just as is in the, uh, the dynamic works better where the man kind of has that upper hand. It doesn't mean that the feminine energy is submissive in any sense. You can kind of flip it around. You yeah. can balance and unbalance it however you like. What sort of, okay, I know you talk about curiosity, asking mm -hmm. the right questions, yeah. getting in touch with their feelings. You're great at questions right now, by the way. Uh, thanks. Um, am I? Yeah, good. Yeah. I, well, I like it. That's my job to ask questions. If I can't ask questions, I'm in trouble. Yeah. But, the, okay, so what about dressing on a first date? So what about scents? Because scents is massive. So the smells, yes. right? Man, men need to smell good. They do, but there are certain scents which men like and there's certain scents which women like and dislike. So for instance, do you sort of go with a regular brand? So loads of guys will, will know this, know what I'm talking about now. So do they wear their Chanel de Bleu? Do they wear their Creed? Do they wear their Hugo right. Boss? Because I know some guys are still wearing Jupe from 1990s, right? right? <laughs> and that's a distinctive smell. And um, yeah. Is there, you know, is there something on smells? Because I know that women are so attracted to certain smells. Yeah, it's so important. I mean, even if you can't like afford the top of the line, because um, I love the Tom Ford scent. Okay. But, you know, something even kind of like more basic, like Calvin Klein, like still getting something yeah. mid-level is, is fine. Um, I mean, guys, you could probably tell when we wear a Victoria's Secret, you know? Like, there's a difference between smelling like Victoria's Secret and then smelling like Armani. Uh, never, so, never, no, no, okay. no, no, but if you, if you have if you ever smelled Victoria's Secret. I would never wear, no, no shade to like Victoria's Secret, but like I would never wear that because it's not deep and sensual enough. It's just like a spritzy kind of like floral okay. What about scent. this? So you talk about trying too hard on dates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like don't try too hard. Be, right. the, be the man, be confident, etc. Mm -hmm. What about guys that sort of get really fresh for the dates? So they clean their car, they get their hair cut, they get a yeah, new top. Is that all fine? That's fine, as long as you don't take longer to get ready than I do. Yeah, okay, what about being late? What, what, what happens when a woman's oh. late on a date? Cause so, um, I'm usually a little bit five minutes late. Like today? Late. Like today, fashionably late, kind of keeps the guy on his toes a little bit. He should be there early, he should be there five minutes early or right on time. And then the anticipation of waiting for the woman, have a drink there ready for her, maybe make sure ahead of time you know what she likes to drink or whatever, order something. Um, Is that not, like, 
being presumptuous and just presuming that she likes something or is it she'd want to you drink? You should communicate this before. Ah, so yeah. make sure you so ask. the guys do, I don't know how I do it, but I kind of like <laughs> preen the guys so they know. Like I want them to ask what I like to drink and like be a gentleman about it. And then they usually have a drink waiting for God, me. God, this is like a minefield for some guys. Like now you need to ask them what well, sort of Well, that's why I'm here. Like people think, oh, dating's rubbish. Or like, I don't want to do it anymore. It's because you don't know how to do it. It's actually really fun when you know how to do it. It should it's like be a fun. superpower. It should be fun. But it also, can it not be quite expensive to keep dating as well? Because but like I said, I've been... Like I've dated, like no offense, like the poorest of poor and the richest of rich. Yeah. And I've had a wide variety of some amazing dates. Yeah. Like if guys can't afford to take a woman out to like dinner or drinks or something, I've had a picnic like watching the sunset. Like that I thought was really cute. It might be maybe too romantic on like a first date for some people. I don't know, but it depends how you do it. If you bring like a little music player or even if you download like um, a movie or something, a show on your phone and like have that outside and watch it. Like it's cute. That is cute. I mean, you can go on dates which don't cost anything. Yeah, of Walks are quite nice as well. Mm -hmm. And obviously the women can feel quite secure because if they're in a public place, like a park or Primrose Hill exactly. or something like that. Yep. So there are plenty of things that you can do on first dates which don't cost the world. Exactly. And what happens if the lady says, no, I want to go for a meal? Is that just like a, well, no, actually I... That's a really masculine energy, like, take me for food, you know, like, yeah, I don't know. It's true though, like, come on, like, so many I times. I would suggest a meal, first of all, for first dates. Always drinks or something more casual for the first date, because if you meet the person and you don't really get on, you're stuck there through whatever meal yeah. you have to eat, and it's awkward. Okay, so maybe a, a good tip, so I'm trying to get them out for you guys, like, a good tip is maybe just go for a drink, public place, yeah, bar. Yeah, you suggest it, you're leading, so if you don't want to pay for a meal for her, you lead and make sure you can afford a few drinks. Okay, what about this one? So what about guys that keep going to the regular spots for dates. I mean, I have my regular spots as well. Yeah, but, but, but like, okay, say for instance, okay, say for instance you live in a small town, right? Yeah. And you go to a pub a lot and you mm. say to this lady, right, let's go to this pub. Right. Isn't it quite annoying that people keep going, hi Dave or hi John or hi Chris, isn't that not quite... I mean, I've dealt with that on dates where, not, not people saying that to me, um, but um, that people have been saying that to my dates because they're just really well known around in the area and they know everyone in the industry or whatever. That's okay. Is it good to take them to somewhere you feel comfortable yeah, and relaxed? Fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's preferable if all of a sudden, like, your whole, like, friend group doesn't show up. Yeah. You know, because that would kind of throw it off. Okay. So, how can we now go about giving some advice to some of these guys out there? Like, genuinely, like, how can we, how could you actually, I know you want to, you keep a lot of your secrets. Well, what advice specifically do you mean? <sighs> I think, let's go down the relationship routes, yeah? Okay. So, Let's say, for instance, they've got into a relationship where they've become this masculine, feminine man. So on the date, on a couple of dates, they've got to this, they're masculine, they're feminine, they've got into a relationship and they've maybe just lost a bit of confidence, maybe because okay. maybe they've put on a bit of weight. Um, maybe their wife has lost weight and got really super fit mm -hmm. and he sees that as a bit of resentment and she's getting a bit more of attention. Mm -hmm. How would you... It's you know, all about being confident, uh, confident in the self. And most people aren't. This whole world, and this is the next YouTube video that I kind of wanted to make, everyone is so insecure. Yeah. I even have a woman DMing me all the time saying, oh, my boyfriend's following you, or uh, I found out that he came to you for coaching, or what's with that? And I'm like, that's something you need to discuss in your relationship. Wow. Okay. So that actually happens. So, of course. Wow, my God. But that's her being insecure, no? If she's worried about it. Yeah, but then it's also, you know, I'm... Shouldn't glad it? that the man is coming to me for help, but then he also needs to communicate that to her. And of course, I do share that with him, but if he doesn't do it, I mean, okay, so I'm not trying to force anyone to do anything. So, okay, so it's okay then for men in relationships to come to you and say, like, I need a bit of advice, but what of you're course. saying is tell, maybe tell your partner Be that. honest about it, yeah. Dude, that's really important. Do so you... many guys try to hide it. 
why you know there's the ego that's the ego involved and a lot of people especially here in britain i'm noticing and in america everyone's like yes i need help i need therapy i need meds i'm gonna go get it and it's preventative yeah here it's not it's like after the fact like oh i cheated or something happened in a relationship mm. now i need help like i am not a band-aid solution like i want to fix the root of the issue yeah but that's something also that you need to communicate in your relationship i can only do so much so some people see you as also as a bit of a therapist like a dating therapist or a relationship therapist yes, yeah well that's actually really important because i do think that there are many people that would benefit from a therapist and mm. speaking about their problems openly. Like in the mm. States, mm. everyone goes to see their shrink, everyone goes to see their therapist, whatever exactly. it might be. Here they don't because mm. there's a massive stigma about it. Yes. And that's a massive problem because yeah. people are not willing to talk about their issues because they see it as a weakness. Mm -hmm. And here everyone, people want to be strong. Mm -hmm. You know, a man wants to be, even the women want to be strong. I don't yeah. want to talk about, well, women yeah. are think, a bit more open to talk about problems, yes. but men are not. Men bottle it up quite a lot. Yeah. What's the best way to then maybe for a man to maybe approach their wife and say, look, I need to talk without feeling that she's going to judge him? Right. So, like I said at the whole beginning of this, it's about the other person. So how is the woman actually feeling? Like, yes, you as a man maybe want to talk about some issues, but there's always issues and, and resentment and guilt and, and disloyalty and things building up for a deeper reason. And you need to get to the bottom of that by how she is feeling. And then you can kind of express how you are feeling. And I feel like no shade to any therapists out there. Um, <laughs> but a lot of them don't understand these energies and like feeling and how to communicate that. Mm -hmm. And then that's how I help you like properly communicate that because otherwise people are just combat combat mode and then that's where you're not supposed to use that get a reaction people because when you're in a loving relationship you should care about the other person's yeah. emotions not try to escalate things and get out all of this anger and and that sort of thing it's okay to feel anger but a lot of people express that and yeah okay in the wrong ways why do you think men cheat i do have a video on this as well <laughs> on infidelity um there is a lot of there, there's a big stigma around cheating in itself because there are a lot of other infidelities of relationships. There's um, content, there is guilt, disloyalty, resentment, like those are all things that happen in relationships that are almost just as bad or just as bad as cheating. Mm -hmm. If you're content in a relationship and you're not speaking about it, that's almost like cheating. Wow. In a sense. So cheating is not the be all end all to end your relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the time people cheat to seek another self. Yeah. And when you're in a relationship, your partner reflects back to you who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. And if you're not evolving and growing, you're not seeing yourself and your partner, you're going to seek that elsewhere. Yeah. So that's something that you need to communicate and do together. Okay. And if you're not evolving in a relationship, essentially relationships end when you no longer evolve together. You're okay. done growing. Fair enough. All right. Let's go out of that bit and let's go to a bit so a bit more casual if you were to have people around a dinner table who would you have because that was a question that came in <laughs> whenever i read these in magazines i'm like oh this is fun but i never know what to say, say no. and i think that's one of the hinge questions and most people say david attenborough or barack obama okay um or oprah <laughs> who, who are your inspiration who do you look up to so i don't know I would say like really my inspiration is my parents yeah okay nice and my but dad is an entrepreneur my mom is like my twin flame like the exact <laughs> same person as me like a sister so like those are the people that I look up to yeah are they quite tall as well because no. if for any of you that don't know Selena's six foot one 
These are long legs. <laughs> She's very tall. Um, are, not, are men not intimidated by that? Yeah, they are. Really? But the best thing about Hinge, and especially when I was on Tinder as well, even though they don't ask for height on Hinge, they do ask for height. Mm. I'm always honest. I'm like, FYI, I'm really tall. Like, yeah. Other people can handle that or they don't. Either that's their thing or they're not. Like, yeah, some guys really right. some guys really like it. Like, yeah. my wife always says to me, I'm always going to talk about my wife. She's okay. amazing, right? <laughs> um, I used to have a, she says, were you not like, bothered that my ex was six foot? She was, oh, right. she was a model yeah. um, many years. This was going back when I was 20, okay. 22. Um, but some men are not bothered by that. Yeah. And some men are. So what happens if you go on a date and she is really tall and you didn't expect mm -hmm. it? Mm -hmm. I always communicate it before. So there's yeah. no surprises. Okay. So, and if a guy's quite short, should he mention that he's like, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, and I okay. usually ask, just to be honest, just to kind of see. I just want that honesty and transparency. Okay. So guys, for those of you that are short, like myself, I'm only five foot eight. <laughs> um... I'm not I'm five foot seven, but um, so they should mention that they're quite short because yeah. five foot seven for a guy is actually quite, I, I would say, quite small. Right. I'm a small man, right. so should they, they should be open well, about how that did you before feel dating someone taller. It didn't bother me, okay. Uh, I quite at the time, it didn't, I didn't mind it. Mm -hmm. I, I, can't, I can't have someone my height, I like them either taller or shorter, okay. Fair enough. So I like my wife, that's your preference, right? yeah, right. exactly. So I don't mind some, my height just feels a bit boring because with the heels on, they're too tall, right? Like and then you know, and just yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do, so guys should be open on their profiles mm. about how small or tall they are? Yes, absolutely. Okay, because otherwise that'd be quite awkward on a date. And like, yeah. oh God, all right. It's just like you're showing your face and who you are, you know, without like filters or whatever else. It's the same thing. You're just being honest, transparent, who you are. Okay. Height is who you are. It's just my body, my vessel. What about double dates? So for instance, when, when would be a good time to then start introducing Definitely double not dates? not the first or second, or even the third date, no. Really? You should have some sort of emotional connection with the person first. Ah, oh, okay. And why do you think people then want to do a double date so quick? Is that because they're insecure? Because they're insecure. Yeah, okay. Man up, have a one-on-one. Do you think double dates are quite cool though? In I general, mean, it would be fun. Afterwards. I'd say almost more so if you were actually in a couple and then you had another couple that wanted, like as friends kind of thing. That's more appropriate. I also see that second dates, uh, couple, uh, yeah, couple, couple dates are quite yeah. awkward because, especially if they're when they're quite new, because you're still trying to get to know that person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, so. no shade to the show celebs go dating, but they do that often, and it's just like cringe fest. Yeah, and, but they cringe. do that for the views, I think. Um, but it just doesn't work. They don't get to get to know each other. Uh, okay. Uh, I really might. I really like the lady that I've been dating for quite a while. When should I introduce her to my family? Well, are they in a relationship? No. I, I, I let's presume, let's presume not. Really. Yeah. Okay, so, wow. But what happens if you don't want to get into a relationship until you've, you like, they've met your parents and you want to get sort of parents' so approval? So holding them back. This is not about the parents, about the parents' approval. It's your approval. Oh, no, but it's there are... It's your relationship. So don't introduce them to the parents until you're actually in the relationship. I would say so. And then... Wow. wow. Okay, that's quite, is that not a bit harsh? <laughs> I tell it straight up like it is. <laughs> that's why people come to me sometimes, it, things I say like hurts to hear, they don't understand it. I'm just really to the point. Open and honest. Very open and honest. Okay. People respect that. So what are big no-nos on dates? So give me, give me an example of what you definitely shouldn't be doing. Well, it shouldn't be splitting the bill, that's for sure. Okay, so no splitting the bills, we've got that. Men should always be paying. touch the bill. Okay, yeah. Take it away yeah. and deal with it. Um, so we're trying to stay away from having sex on the first night? I mean, you can Not if you want, but... I'm talking about for more, if people are really sort of serious about finding a relationship, But maybe. that's the thing, you don't know. When you go on a first date with someone, you don't know if they're 
relationship material. You're a person. You don't. No, do you not think that? But do you not think? Yeah, but do you not think when I'm if not you have going sex on a date thinking like, oh, I'm going to be in a relationship with this person. If I feel like I want to be intimate with someone and like I'm having a great time, then I will. If I don't want to, I don't want to. Fair enough. Okay, so if it hap- what if it happens, it happens. Yeah, but it, of course, it just don't. has to be your choice. That's it. The woman's choice. The oh. woman. The woman's the picker, the chooser. You feel comfortable and trusting and like you're gonna have a good time and that's your choice. Okay, so so far we've got guys need to use their masculine energy. Yeah. So masculine energy, if you've got, you've got feminist energy, you've got masculine energy. Yeah. Um, guys need to get in touch with that and it's quite easy, that's by leading, by mm-hmm. making decisions, mm-hmm. being an example, building the builder, mm-hmm. um, taking charge, mm-hmm. t- taking control and how do they tap into that? I'm just still trying to get you to answer how they tap into that confidence because mm-hmm. there are guys out there that are the number one confidence tip and tool is to go into any interaction knowing that you're like the most like hottest, beautiful, intelligent, amazing person on planet Earth. So you've just got to think that. What you if you don't believe it? You better believe it. Oh, really? If you don't believe it, no one else is going to believe Will it. Will your clients believe it once they finish with you? Oh, absolutely. It's crazy because I work with clients like one-on-one. I do the one-on-one hour Skype calls. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they can purchase another package where it's like weekly check-ins. And I find like it's like when you have a personal trainer. They yep. keep you accountable. And they, each week we work towards some goals. So for me, seeing a transformation over the course of a month or two months with a guy, I can see that he's making more eye contact with me, that he's having more masculine energy. And I find myself almost becoming more attractive. And then that's when I know when the masculinity is working, my program's working. Tell me about the services that you guys provide. Or that you guys. provide, you guys. <laughs> my whole t- team of 50 t- people. <laughs> well, tell me, sorry, tell me about the service that Selena Bond provides. Yeah, so I provide um, an hour Skype call or WhatsApp call, FaceTime call, whatever. Um, that's my most popular one, besides the um, online dating profile revamp. I also do in-person coaching, one-on-one in London. For me, I need to see a face, so mm-hmm. it needs to be video call or it needs to be in person because I'm very good at reading energy and reading people. Um, I don't want to say I'm psychic, but that's part of my gift. Like I'm just able to see this, so that's really important for me in my work. And then I have the monthly package where um, you have the check-ins weekly, so it's like a short 20-minute call, and we just make sure that you're reaching those goals, yeah. kind of like a little workout session. And then I, of course, have one longer, like if you want to do um, a one-hour call weekly with me for like a month or two, then I have that as well. Okay, and all of this is on your website? Yes. SelenaBond.com? Yes. Okay, fine. Um, Selena, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Um, we want to see you again in part two, so can we have a, a, a follow-up? Too. This we're, is like we're going on a second date. Uh, there you go. So we're gonna have a follow-up because I want guys to interact with this and I want someone yeah, to come sure. back to I want to get some feedback from people mm-hmm. and I want to hear what people have to say. So I'm gonna start, you know, a bit of social media with it, mm-hmm. uh, a bit of sharing, sponsoring. Sure. I'm gonna try and get as much feedback from you guys. So if you listen to the podcast, I wanna get your feedback. I wanna know whether you think Selena was correct with what she's saying, do you believe in what she's saying? Um, whether you've tried something that she's done and if it's mm-hmm. worked, because if it has, we want to get her back in and we'll do a follow-up. So I wanna try and do a bit of market research with the guys that have listened sure. and watched. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do here in London. I want to bring this to the London public and I'm going currently going into buildings and co-working spaces and also teaching them kind of these skill set and um, yeah I just want everyone to like try using the tools and I want it to be like a thing. Yeah okay I like it. communication thing. Well I think it's brilliant and I think men, more men should be more masculine. I do think they should mm-hmm. take charge. I do 100% agree with that and also for me I don't mean it in a chauvinistic way, but I, I think it's nice that, um, that I'm talking about a male-female relationship, that the man should be the man, mm-hmm. and the woman should be the woman, 
But I also feel that the woman should, the woman should have her part to play in that masculine energy as well. Mm -hmm. I, I do believe in that mm -hmm. because I feel that in this day and age, women do want to feel a little bit more empowered. You know, they mm -hmm. do have higher power jobs. They do, they do get higher pay. They do, mm -hmm. you know, they've got more responsibilities. And I feel that in my work, as much as I'm a feminine woman, especially when I'm on dates, I feel empowered in the work that I do. Yeah. So for me, that is my masculine energy, energy daily. 100%. Yeah, and, and, I, and also, like, the, the whole thing to this is, as much as it's about energy, it's about communication. And communication is not a learned skill. We don't come out of the womb knowing how to communicate. So being able to do that from your certain energy is what will make someone attractive or have the chemistry to work in a relationship. Before we do end, tell me about body language. <laughs> so on a date, should it be, you know, like it's, you can read someone's body language by maybe the, the way they cross their legs or if they touch you or, you know, what's a tell, is, is like you know, playing with your hair, is that still? Right. So it's definitely about being, having an open body language. No, men don't go like this or cross your arms, like be really closed off. You need to kind of be open. So even how I'm sitting, I can like cross and uncross my legs. That shows a little bit more interest. Men can be a little bit more like this. They want to have, you want to have your groin out in a sense you want to have your groin aimed and facing kind of towards her mm -hmm. and women should be kind of the same we should be kind of chatting like this and having the eye contact and being open and like being able to have that touch like not being so kind of closed off that you can't really like reach okay. yeah <laughs> okay fine so the body language should be open yes eye contact is massive as well yes. i've always believed in eye contact even with clients with what's a way to practice that because that's quite that's a massive confidence thing yes yeah I mean, I would say that just comes from inner confidence in general, mm -hmm. because a lot of um, my male clients, or actually the clients that come to me and they want to learn more masculine skills, what I find is they're like looking up a lot and they're like, oh, I'm just thinking of something. I'm like, thinking is like feminine energy, essentially. You're in your head. Yeah. You want to be more in your groin, in your heart, mm -hmm. and you want to come from those places. So if you visualize that and you get more into your body mm -hmm. rather than out of your mind, because a lot of guys as well are in these high-powered jobs and they have to think about logistics and numbers or they're in banking and they're all up here and that's where they work and how they get ahead in life but with women we come from the heart and also if you want to show desire the desire comes from the groin so you want to have those more open mm -hmm. and your eye contact more like level rather than like looking up and thinking sure nice like it yeah. guys you need to follow selena have a look at our website selenabond.com if you've got any questions for her send her a message follow her on instagram Best ways of contact, is there good Slide ways of contact to you? Slide into my DMs. Slide like into DMs. Nice. Um, and I want to hear your feedback on the video. And I want to know, you know, if you've tried what she said, any tips that she's given you, I want to know as much as possible so I can get Cinder back in and then we can, yeah, I ask a few more too. questions. Um, guys, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Give it a thumbs up. Give it a share. If you feel that anyone's got any, you know, will benefit from the content you heard today, please share it. Um, anything else you'd like to say to them? I'm on YouTube as well. I've want to get back into like the videos but i have a whole library of videos and it's under selena bond or selena bond dating coach instagram is selena eliz e-l-i-z and yeah thank you for having me absolute pleasure thanks a lot see you later